Welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast, your go-to platform for exploring the innovative edge of skincare health and beauty. I'm your host, Amitai Eshel, co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, the world's first biohacking skincare brand. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of introducing Reed Davis, a titan in the world of holistic health as the founder of the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, FDN, certification program. Reed has made an invaluable contribution to the health and wellness industry through FDN. He has trained thousands of practitioners worldwide in functional lab testing, in holistic lifestyle approaches, empowering them to help their clients reach optimal health by addressing the root causes of their health issues and not only their symptoms. There's so much to unpack in this conversation, and here are the key takeaways you can expect. One, insight into Reed Davis's journey into functional diagnostic nutrition and his unique approach to treating health issues. Two, understanding the profound connection between nutrition, skin health, and beauty from a functional diagnostic nutrition perspective. And three, guidance on how to incorporate functional diagnostic nutrition principles into your skin health journey for better results. This topic directly relates to skincare as we explore how functional diagnostic nutrition, FDN, in inside out approach to health can significantly impact skin health and beauty. It's about realizing that achieving your best skin may not just be about what you apply on it, but also about what you put inside your body and how you nurture your overall well-being. Before we dive into our enlightening conversation with Reed, I want to share a review for one of our valued biohacking beauty listeners. All right, so someone is writing, this is phenomenal. If you are searching for meaningful beauty that has its basis in science, listen to this podcast. You won't regret it. So thank you very much for that. If you haven't done so already, we would greatly appreciate it if you could take two seconds out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Even a one-word review would be amazing. Your ratings and reviews greatly help with the growth of this podcast, which in turn allows us to educate more people. So obviously, rate, review, and if you haven't subscribed yet uh, and you want to get all the latest episodes, I suggest you subscribe as well. But okay, now let's buckle up and immerse ourselves in our insightful conversation with the great Reed Davis. Right, Reed. Welcome to the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. As we said off air, it's been a long time coming, and I'm super glad to have you on. I'm really pleased. I'm a taste. Pleasure always to see you. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you're you're one of my heroes, and uh, what you've been done, what you did with uh, FDN, as far as like contributing to the entire wellness sphere, is is incredible. So we, I had to have you on and, and kind of pick your brains as far as how you know how that entire paradigm connects with skin health. But maybe before we jump into that, I'd love it if you could share your personal journey that led you to the creation of functional diagnostic nutrition and the certification program. 
Thank you. Well, I started the program, Functional Diagnostic Nutrition, to teach what I had been doing in the office for 10 years. Hmm. What I did in the office for 10 years was develop a system of investigation into underlying causes and conditions, and then all natural drug-free protocols. So that's what I did for a living. It's I only did it just to make our business be really well-known and successful mm-hmm. and to help people. And then, but the FDN program started when I realized, hey, I can only, I'm just one guy. How, how many people can I help? Yeah. And so I was encouraged by many others and my feeling of wanting to help more people to create the course to teach others. In a sense, I thought I'll just deputize <laughs> a bunch of people to go out in the world and do the would I duplicate what I've been doing successfully? It was not only helping people with underlying causes and conditions instead of treating symptoms and just managing disease and all that. Uh, I had, we, nobody wanted any parts of that system. And so, so, but not only that, but it was a good business model too for the independent health entrepreneur. So yeah. A lot of people want to do some good in the world. They want to do some good, but they don't know how to go about it being a, a health entrepreneur. So I taught, I've been teaching both those things since 2008. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's reminiscent to uh, I have a you know a call a friend uh, called uh, Jim Donnelly. He started um, Renew. What's it called? Uh, Hyper Wellness. Anyway, he started a really big business in in uh, like biohacking centers. They have like 200 around the country now. And and uh, he was ta- he was saying, yeah, you know, you could be a sole practitioner. You can have a very very successful practice, but there's just so many hours of the day that your ability to to kind of empower other people. This is your real ability to create a change in 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 the in the society in 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 your environment. Uh, yes, so definitely. And, and you're changing people and helping people, but you're changing the lives of the practitioners too. It's really mm-hmm. something. It gives people purpose, and they love it. They love. They get up every day now, kind of happy, yeah. uh, to be doing some good in the world. And again, I taught them a business model that's very simple, fee for service that that works to the level you want to make it work. So if they want to grow their business beyond that, uh, we can help them too. But but mostly setting up the independent practitioner to do what we do. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty successful. You know, we're in, we're in 50 countries. Wow. We have almost 4,000 practitioners. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) So as you mentioned, the, the approach is, is quite unique because it focuses on treating the underlying causes rather than symptoms. Could you explain a little bit more about the philosophy there? Sure. You know, it came quite honestly. You know, I used to be in the environmental law and business world, and I saw how bad the environment was affecting yeah. things, birds, bees, air, water, trees. And I said, well, what about people? You know, what, how's it affecting the people, including me? I didn't want anything to sneak up on me. You know, I was in mm-hmm. pretty good health. But so I just changed jobs. I went to work in a wellness center in Southern California, and, and everybody coming in, was sick seeking alternatives they'd been through the sort of standard route and were unsatisfied and still sick (laughs) so i thought wow that's kind of a (laughs) (laughs) ripoff you know and i thought well you know i don't have a background i had a lot to learn i'm gonna tell you but nothing to unlearn i Uh started 
just saying, well, I'm going to help these people and I'm going to run labs because I, I had really good connections uh, with really smart people mm-hmm. who, who had laboratories or worked with laboratories doing these alternative testing. And so what was always present was that, number one, I'm not a physician. You know, I'm a lay person, a lay practitioner. Mm-hmm. I had some certificates and nutrition and personal training and different good good modalities and things. Uh, but the labs were the trick. So not being a physician, your only choice is to work with the underlying causes and conditions. Yeah. And the things that lifestyle will have an effect upon. So improving. Lifestyle. So all I had to learn to do with the labs, I had to learn to identify the what we call healing opportunities. What's out of balance? What's dysfunctional? What's you know, gone crazy or whatever mm-hmm. in the body. And so once you identify those things, it took me 10 years wow. to figure out a system or along the way I figured out a system, but that's the underlying causes and conditions. There are things that are going on upstream from where the symptoms are occurring. And sometimes there it's very remote, you know, and always, yeah. this is the most interesting thing. So it's always a combination of these healing opportunities or imbalances and things. I call it a constellation. Mm -hmm. And what I found was that not only is it multiple healing opportunities, lots of things wrong. (laughs) They're having an effect on each other. Yeah. That no one's even paying attention to or aware of. And so I had to come up with that philosophy of, we just call it metabolic chaos. Uh So there's metabolic chaos. That's the answer is there's chaos because you have maybe six or eight or 10 different causal factors, each affecting each other, multiplying the dynamics to where people feel terrible and may even have branching from that a specific diagnosable condition. But again, I want to know parts of that. I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose. Can't. I just want to fix everything. Yeah. So sorting it out with the labs, we looked at hormones, the immune system, digestion, detoxification, and so on. What I call the hidden stressors and dysfunctions, H-I-D-D-E-N. Again, it's hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, nervous system balance. And so when you look at and you identify all these things, that's me. And you have to, you want to have an effect on everything. So you need protocols that affect every cell, tissue, organ, and system at once. So that's why we call it now sort of lifestyle medicine or, you know, holistic lifestyle medicine, ecological medicine. You know, there's lots of names you could call it. We call it FDN because that's mm-hmm. what all we do. That's all we do. Identify the healing opportunities, try to have an effect on all of them at once with the D-R-E-S-S program. That stands for diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation, which by the way, could include, you know, application yeah. of things and on face and skin. You know, I try to take care of myself as much as I try to educate others. And yeah. so it's really fun, dynamic, interesting, and you can do very well for yourself and help people while you're doing it. Yeah. Well said. And and also, you know, you meet a lot of people, I bet you do, and I do as well, you meet a lot of people that have started from the place of being the, the treated, right? They had something wrong with them or they whatever that is. It can be, as, as you said, probably an amalgam of things. And then when they have it fixed, or at least they get results, they want to dedicate more of their lives to it. So it's a great modality where you can 
walk someone through being diagnosed and you know helped along the way to being a practitioner. We see it obviously with coaching up the wazoo, but really the the ability to affect someone's health is is pretty unique here. Yeah, absolutely. Almost every say student or graduate now mm-hmm. of our program has some kind of personal health issue, mm-hmm. and they. Again, we teach them all the background, all the science, all the anatomy, physiology, biochemistry to resolve lots of metabolic chaos. But they, in that process, get better. Yeah. It's amazing. And some people have taken our course even just for that. If you did, mm-hmm. it'd be worth the price of admission. But um, the fact that you can now turn around and help others who have that problem, same problem or another, you know, it's called niching. And you kind of have to niche these days marketing-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so people would go after, hey, I had thyroiditis, you know, Hashimoto's, or I had irritable bowel, or I had chronic fatigue, or or all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, so they try to niche and find other people with the same problem, because they've, they've been through that journey, and they can really help others. Yeah, it's interesting, 100%. And there is something there about the person, your guide, being someone who has experienced the same difficulties themselves, that Someone from the outside maybe cannot relate that much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's the same in my business. I teach, and a lot of practitioners come to us for more training because on their journey, they faced what I faced, mm-hmm. people who were not getting better <laughs> and had tried everything. Well, they really didn't use a systematic enough approach. They didn't cover enough ground, and they didn't take a holistic enough approach uh, point of view. So I help practitioners who were like me wondering what the, what the heck I can't, I mean, it's unbelievable that our clients and patients early had been to six, eight or 10 or 12 different practitioners weren't better yet. Again, I used to kind of go, well, that's kind of a ripoff. And but what I really thought was, I want to be the guy that's the last yeah. one to see, you know, I'm going to help you. I'll be mm-hmm. the one that figures it out. Nutty as that sounds now, that's, that's, I said, I mean, I'd be out riding my motorcycle thinking about the people back at the office, just, just wondering why aren't they in control of their own health? Yeah. You know, and, and how do I get them in control? You know, I don't want them addicted to me or, you know, who, dependent on me. I want to give them the tools and the knowledge and things they need to go out there and, and be healthy and happy and teach others, teach others to be mm-hmm. healthy. It, yeah, 100%. So, you know, apropos niching, how do you see the role of nutrition in influencing skin health, obviously, especially from the functional diagnostic nutrition perspective? Well, we, it's a great question. And of course, we classify the skin as kind of a detox organ. It's mm-hmm. the biggest organ in your body, for one thing. Yeah. And it can really help your body eliminate the xenotoxins and endogenous toxins that are we, we we have we make toxins in our bodies and we're subjected to toxins from the environment from food mm-hmm. and water and air and you name it and it gets in our bodies through through skin through through uh breathing and through eating and so on and so uh the skin can help you have to take care of your skin to mm-hmm. be healthy and people think it's the other way around uh, I have to be healthy to take care of my skin. That's true. But you also have to, you know, take care of your skin to be healthy, to to be functioning normally. And so there's all this bad things in the environment. Again, that's what I, that's the business I was in. And I had to find 
every kind of way to help people get better and improve. And oh, by the way, a lot of times that's their number one complaint, mm-hmm. bad skin. And <laughs> you know, it's really sometimes nothing wrong with the skin. It's all the stuff you're subjecting it to that's coming out one way or another. You know, there's hormones for one thing. Uh, and again, these toxins and things. So it's really critical. And we teach, we have modules. It's a modular program. So yeah, we talk about skin and products and kind of beauty from the inside out, but it works both ways. You can use things on your skin like I do every single day. As a matter of fact, I'm using Young Goose <laughs> and uh, I'm, I just ran out of some stuff. I need to reorder some things, but um, yeah, I don't like to run out of that stuff. Because yeah. every day you get out, you know, you, should, you if you if you put things on you, it'll protect you. There's, you know, the one thing the skin does is it makes a lot of superoxide dismutase, which is mm-hmm. a great antioxidant. You know, and we're subject to so much oxidative oxidative stress. You need your skin to be producing these things, and you can in with cleanliness, hygiene, and topical enhancements, you can do a really good job of that. And you could probably speak about that. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, we do address it a lot. You know, one of the things that we address that I feel like we are a little bit alone in the fight is addressing uh, a lot of the oxidative stress that the environment now subjects us to, which is dot native things uh, that that come from pollution, heavy metals, etc. That really our body isn't the best at dealing with day to day because it didn't evolve into it. And I agree with you that that we have to be like super vigilant as far as like, you know, nutrition, et cetera. But, you know, to your point, what maybe can you give me an example of a skin condition rather that you meet quite often when conversing with FDN practitioners and how this is being addressed through the FDN program? Yeah, probably the biggest one is the acne. You know, Mm -hmm. it really affects people of all ages and more younger people, of course, and it can be a combination of uh, bacteria along with hormones and Mm -hmm. the overproduction of oils and things like that around the hair follicles and what have you, and it can get infected. And so we would deal with that on a systemic level. And, um, you know, one of our, the guy, he works for me now, he's a great FDN. He does our podcast, uh, the one we have, Mm-hmm. And he had very bad skin. He came to FDN. You know, he tried everything, all the topical, this, that, and everything else. And we just basically, it's what I said, I'm going to tell you, it was like we, we ignored his diagnosis. Yeah. So we're just going to clean up everything. And in that, with the hormone balancing and the hygiene and the antibacterial and things like that, he just got better. And that's how it works. And it wouldn't matter if it was a skin condition or irritable bowel or, you know, things. We got him off foods that, that mm-hmm. he shouldn't have done. That's another big thing is inflammation from the wrong foods, foods you're sensitive to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also test for parasites, bacteria, funguses, viruses. We look at the microbiome in its complexity and try to balance it, things like that. So it goes without saying that the skin's a big part of it. Well, we're saying it. You can't really detox the skin itself. But it's a supplemental, it's a filter supplemental to the kidneys and liver. Even the lungs are, are a detox organ, the lymph system and so on. And so it's just part of the program. So if you're processing um, all these things, you, you need really good, healthy skin. The skin will uh, 
will inactivate and even eliminate, uh, eliminate numerous, again, xenotoxins and neurotoxins and things like that. So it's just a big part of what we do. Yeah, definitely. It's no, it's no more important than the other part. Again, that we, we call the five detox organs, the lungs, the uh, lymph, the kidneys, the liver, and the skin. So we look at them as one system in a sense when it comes to detoxing because and we measure the liver a lot we do a lot of liver Mm -hmm. measuring and if the liver is congested well you look at those people they do have the worst skin than the next person they do have problems with their lymph system and and so on maybe even their kidneys and the lungs of course exchange good gas for bad gas oxygen for carbon Mm -hmm. dioxide so that's a detoxification of the carbon dioxide that's a poison you want to get rid of it. And so all these things are going on cyclically, daily and monthly and so on. And so we just look at it as part of the things you have to clean up, piece of the puzzle. It's got to be solved. Definitely. And yeah, and to your point, as far as that functional diagnostic nutrition approach, this holistic approach, you know, even if someone complains about, you know, whether it is dryness, oiliness, wrinkles, laxity, whatever that is, you could find out that it is some liver issues, kidneys. You know, a lot of people that have thyroid issues obviously have drier and and more wrinkled skin. So to your point, by solving the many root causes that that cause that, really you can then drive whatever result you came into the proverbial office for. You solve it by by solving everything in the back in the backdrop. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because. As uh, an assistant, more or less, in a, in a wellness center at first, I didn't start as the health director and case manager. I mm-hmm. was a worker. Again, I had some certificates. A lot of people on this journey, they have personal training or nutrition or even massage. I had all those and, and many more, a dozen certificates that I earned, but nothing beat the labs mm-hmm. and then the all-natural protocol um, of diet, eating foods that are not inflammatory, yeah, getting the right amount of rest, which helps the detoxification, exercise, of course, and moving the lymph around. You, you mm-hmm. know, the lymph has no like system of its own, no pump. So you have to move the body. Then stress reduction. And we look inside. We look for the food sensitivities. Those are stressors uh, affect the nervous system, the hormones, everything detoxification, you name it. So, so food sensitivities, but also, again, the parasites, bacteria, funguses, viruses, microbiome imbalances. Mm-hmm. And then if you upset your immune system, you could really be done in. And so stress reduction is huge. And then supplementation, which I would, I, I can't think of as of a supplement that I use daily. That's just for the skin. It's more for general health and well-being. All the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and essential fatty acids, trace elements, phytonutrients. You you need all of that mm-hmm. to be healthy in every cell, including your skin cells. Um, yeah. But the topicals are really amazing, too. You could do wonderful things there. Yeah, definitely. wanted to take a quick break from today's episode to chat with you about our Young Goose skincare products and our special offer for podcast listeners only. Our products provide you with skin regenerative therapy that corrects the cellular damage that is accumulated over time and aims to lower the functional age of the skin. If you're a first-time Young Goose customer, 
We are offering the listeners of this podcast 20% off their first order by using the promo code PODCAST20 during checkout. If you are a longtime user and have already tried our products, we highly appreciate you coming back, coming back to this podcast and listening to us, and also coming back and using our products. And we would like to offer you 10% off with the promo code PODCAST10. Well, you did mention a lot of tests and one of the big, I would call them one of the big uh, fads right now in the wellness world is personalized nutrition. So, you know, what is the FDN approach to personalized nutrition and how does it tie into the training program, if you would? Yes, and and also into the skincare because it's Mm -hmm. good for what ails you. It doesn't matter. 100%. Years ago, over 20 years ago, I ran, I started running these food sensitivity tests and a lady came in, uh, she was very upset at her weight. She was, she was very overweight, like 40 pounds. And I said, Hey, we could, we can help you with that. She goes, Oh, you don't understand. I'm on this medication for, for the skin condition, the, the hives. She got these, these high blotches all over her And before I could, speaks he says you know she had just checked with her doctor could she get off the medication he said no he said if this is according to her you could have the hives or you could be fat from the medication with your pick and she said well that's very depressing and shouldn't be laughing he said well i can write your prescription for some antidepressants you know wow so no wonder she looked so sad that day and I said, well, why didn't you ever try to find out why you get the hives? And her head just about spun around in circles. What do you mean? She's been on this medication for two years. There's there's no answer, according to her mm-hmm. standard physician. And so within just a couple of weeks after we ran some food sensitivity tests, she was completely off her medication, working out to a sweat, which she couldn't do even on the meds, and taking hot showers, which she couldn't do. Even on the meds, she would get these bad hives. So it completely changed her life. So I just started running that test on everybody, like mm-hmm. every single you. You must have, and the lab, like if you don't have any sensitivities, they just they won't charge you. And so that's kind of a guarantee. We're going nice. to find something, or it doesn't cost you a penny. In twenty, almost twenty-five years of running that test, there's not a person that doesn't have some sensitivities. They, mm-hmm. Everyone does. The question is, well, how much of those sensitivities causing your problem or part of your problem? So another lady comes in with migraine headaches gone from testing. Wow. That. Another lady, again, we mentioned the, the hives um, had psoriasis and eczema, which is a bit gone with get, just getting rid. Now, we, we always do more things. We balance their hormones. We check, take care of any uh, you know, overgrowth of, of yeast yeah. or bacteria or whatever. It is. There's lots of things involved, but that food sensitivity test, we had, I had a principal of a school call me once because I'd been working with a nine-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. He had ADD. The, the school wanted to kick him out of class, you know, like go home, you know, you're a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. And so the mom, you know, I'd been working with the mom doing great. She, and, and anyway, so we, we ran some tests, got the kid, changed his lifestyle, earlier bedtime, a little more focus, and mostly just quit eating that crap that he was eating. The principal of the school called me after just three weeks and said, 
what did you put Billy on? <laughs> you know, like it was just some medication or something because he was a completely different kid. Wow. You know, but I, I said I didn't put him on anything except a better lifestyle, you know, a better diet, a better bedtime, you know, and things. Mm-hmm. But we didn't put him on anything. We got him off of all the crap. And so just those stories are not uncommon. Everyone I teach pretty much has ends up having their own stories of these uh, so seemingly miraculous. I don't, I don't like that word, but, mm-hmm. but wow, results. It's, and, and it's all from the labs. And it doesn't matter if it's skin or liver, you know, or yeah. you name it, adrenals and the sex hormones and digestion and um, all kinds of things. You see yeah. improvement when you work on it all simultaneously. Yeah, I, 100%. I want to go back to you mentioning stress. And obviously, I mean, I don't even know where to begin as far as like, you know, conceptualizing stress in the Western world, because it is, you know, there there have been books written about it. I mean, people are getting their PhDs in, in why we are so stressed, but it's obviously known to have significant impact both on overall health and obviously skin health. How does FDN address the factor of stress in its, in, in its holistic approach? Man, I really appreciate that question because stress is a huge part of our protocol. Stress reduction and stress management. Again, mm-hmm. it's D-R-E-S-S, diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, mm-hmm. supplementation. Now, stress... When you say the word, people think of the relationships or the the bills, you know, and and just sort of psycho, you know, emotional types of things. Now they're using making a big deal out of psychosocial, mm-hmm. and that's true. You know, the the lockdowns were very stressful for people. It didn't bother me because I said, well, I already I already work from home. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> didn't change my life one bit, and I I just don't go anywhere. You know, I live. In a, <laughs> Paradise. So, there, but there is psychosocial, emotional trauma. There's so many things that just kind of are up here in the head that mm-hmm. we have to deal with. And you know what? What's amazing, because I never cared about this stuff. I've been a happy-go-lucky person my whole life, and I just never eh, just get past it. Whatever it is, I don't have a big yeah. mirror. I'm always looking forward. Da da da. That set so that attitude thing. But I did start to realize that I had been really hard on my body, yeah. that I had done so much extreme sports and athletic stuff that um, had really built up trauma around my body. And here's what I, when I studied it, the effects are the same on your nervous system, on your hormones, on your thing. And then, of course, from my training in environmental law, which was what I studied in college, uh, University of San Diego I graduated with honors from a program that was very difficult. And man, it's a rough place out there. (laughs) (laughs) The chemicals, biochemicals, the the radiation and and all, you know, electromagnetic frequency, you name it. So we're constantly being bombarded physically from the outside and even from the inside. Again, our bodies produce toxins and things, especially if you eat wrong. And then you've got your physical trauma. I've it was hard on my body. It's very well used, you might say. Um, <laughs> both shoulders, neck, three or four times my neck and my low back, both knees, you know, because I skied and did jujitsu and um, a surfing man just really hurt my neck bad a couple of times. Yeah. And then car accidents and motorcycle accidents. So, so you have all this chemical trauma, physical trauma, like I mentioned just now, and then that psychosocial, emotional, spiritual, if you want. 
I, I truly believe that not having a purpose in life is stressful. Yeah. As I talk to people and they're most stressed out, well, what do you do? Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're stressed out. You got no purpose in life. So, 100%. Yeah, I know I'm going spending a lot of time on this, but please do. It really just breaks you down. Here's something really interesting that I just learned. Big study done uh, right here in San Diego at the University of uh, California, San Diego, UCSD. Mm-hmm. A guy was studying stress and found out that the stressor that started that chaos and and breakdown and, and just this, what I call just the cascade, the, yeah. stress, the chronic stress cascade, that original stressor doesn't even have to be there anymore. Wow. The chaos that it caused is still swirling around, even though you've eliminated it, the swirl, the way that cells and systems communicate with each other could be still going on. And you left that other thing a long time ago. That's what's amazing. I knew for 25 years in my studies that the cascade was there and that there was multiple causal factors mm-hmm. and they're having an effect on each other. So I knew that the symptoms could be really far removed from the original stressor. But with yeah. this study, it may realize not only are they far removed from the stressor, that stressor doesn't even have to be present anymore. Exactly. And you're suffering from it. So it, it, it's very interesting how it works. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for the most part in our society, the stressor is not even, the perceived stressor is different than the real stressor, obviously, as the famous saying goes, there is no tiger, right? Because what we evolved is to be stressed from, you know, being eaten or, you know, yeah. starving. It doesn't exist even. So what we, the, the chemical aspects of stress are irrelevant to the experience that we're having. It's all about how we experience that experience. That is such a good point. Yeah. You bring in even sort of the ancestral, you know, we used to be hiding and running. So that's mm-hmm. your, uh, your fight flight is there. You know, mm-hmm. there's two parts of the nervous system, the fight flight, and which is sympathetic, and then the parasympathetic, we call it rest and digest or feed and breed. You know, it's mm-hmm. and they're two totally separate branches that have ancestral, you know, ancient roots. Yeah. You know, they're there to protect you really to to be able to um, survive. Yeah. You know, they help you survive, but they could be if you don't have it all sorted out and kind of managed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it can can leave you short, right? Yeah, so back to the question, within FDN, what are some of the actions taken in order to mitigate stress or how, how is it being approached as far as the program? So, you know, it's varied, but it, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. So FDN is incredibly individualized. It's, it's designed to meet each person one-to-one. There's no two people alike. Mm-hmm. You know, if you took the livers out of a 1,000 people, You'd have a thousand different livers. I mean, they literally yeah. don't look alike. They're they're different shapes and sizes and weirdness. So, you know, we know the thumbprint, of course, is different in every person. Well, that exists throughout many systems in the body and maybe even on a quantum level. But yeah. but it's the sorting out is what we do. And we would put those stressors into those categories first. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mental, emotional, historical just something you carry with you from childhood and that kind of thing. So there's that, we just call it mental emotional for the sake mm-hmm. of it. And yeah, that's got to be sorted out. If it's physical, 
that's where other modalities might come in. Like I recommend people go see a massage therapist or a cranial sacral or a mm -hmm. chiropractor or osteopath that manipulates and different things. Mm -hmm. By the way, we, we have sent a lot of people to standard medicine to be checked out to make sure that they're, they're not dying or something. Yeah. So you have that mental, emotional. Personally, I like uh, the emotional freedom technique, the tapping mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And I meditate. I mean, I separate myself from my body and my mind on a regular basis, at least, you know, that's what you try to do. And it's very helpful. And so there's that, the EFT, the meditation, even just breathing, you know, can, can increase the parasympathetic and settle your nervous system down and things. But when it comes to the physical stuff, you got to go get checked out. I yeah. see an osteopath. It's so weird. I saw him on a plane the other day. We we're both coming back from a from Las Vegas. I was on business. I don't know what he was doing there. <laughs> didn't ask him. <laughs> but he was on my, he's an osteopath. He does my stem cell injections. Uh -huh. Stem cells and the other things that I have done, platelet-rich plasma and stuff, all from my own body. I don't put anyone else's stuff in my body. Good. But So that's for my physical, the damage. I mean, I really have damaged my body. So my knees, my shoulders, my neck especially, had it done three or four times. So you have the mental, emotional, EFT, meditation, and maybe there's some other therapies. I'm really a big fan of Amy Apigian's work. If you haven't interviewed her, I'd recommend her to you because she does the biology of trauma stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then, of course, there's the chemical, which is where FDN specializes because we measure. We measure blood, saliva, urine, stool, even your hair can show you what's in your body and what you so the chemical stressors. So mm -hmm. those three main categories, again, you could add existential angst, you know, no purpose or meaning in life. That would suck. But these three main things is how we sort it out. And then and it's such an individual thing. Um, it's like with each person, you you know, our job as FDNs is to make sure that the chemical stuff is done, the anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, the all the labs we run, hair, again, saliva, urine, stool, blood. That's a good place to start. And, you know, you, you're getting to know people on a one-to-one -one basis would sort out the rest. Yeah, 100%. I mean, couldn't have said it better. And, and especially because you do deal, you, you know, uh, whether directly or indirectly with inflammation. And you mentioned the biology of stress. There are, I mean, numerous people who are really dealing with that intersection of stress and inflammation and how inflammation kind of follows, you know, stress that is, is stored in the body. Obviously, that inflammation could be, could be thought of as lingering stress in the body, right? That's what it does. It's a stressor. So that's almost, I believe, all, all you would end up talking about if you went down to the, to the real basic building blocks of holistic medicine is that mitigation of stress and inflammation. Yeah, you're right on. And, you know, inflammation isn't all bad. There's a, there's yeah, a for reason sure. for it, of course. And if you bang an elbow, you kind of want it to get inflamed. It protects the area, brings in uh, nutrients and things like that. But this constant ongoing systemic inflammation can kill you, mm -hmm. you know, depending on where it lands and, you know, the whole, the biology around it, the, the chemistry, the, the um, biochemistry and things. So we start with the immune system and, and the hormones. Most people, we measure hormones, the immune system. 
Mm-hmm. Um, even on one test, we have a saliva test that'll look at your cortisol to DHEA ratio, which tells us whether you're in a catabolic, your body's breaking down. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's breaking down, uh, on, and those are adrenal hormones, well, that affects your sex hormones too. Yeah. Well, well hey, it's all out of bounds. The next thing that goes to your immune system, your secretory IgA, which is on the same test, including melatonin, by the way, we see these numbers off, overactive or underactive immune system. And you can't just go, oh, inflammation. You know, you have you have this, what's what's there, what's causing it? Usually it's at least a dysbiosis, it's imbalance in the good and yeah. bad flora. And then it just cascades. There's these little cascades. You end up with, you're not breaking down and absorbing your proteins very well. You get deficient because of that. Well, then... You get worse dysbiosis and bigger bugs come along, you know, and overgrowth of H. pylori and all these things, parasites. And then there's always fungus and then there's the biofilms that occur. And then you end up with, especially if you're eating wrong, you've got zonulin, you know, the, the intestinal permeability increases. Yeah. Well, we call it leaky gut. We call it leaky gut. Yeah. That means something. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we, you know, I think now it's very common phrase, but we started talking about it a few years ago. People thought we're nuts. We are talking about leaky skin as well for the same reason. It's when the skin skin cannot, you know, defend or, or is over permeable and cannot basically defend you from, you know, different environmental stressors, etc., and how they would absorb into your skin, into your body through your skin. So I believe that is definitely a big part of taking care of your skin, as you said. I do have a question to ask you because what you're saying is very complex, obviously. And what happens to a lot of people when they need so much information is they can go down a wrong path. So something that's very interesting to me with all the abundance of health and wellness information that's available, how does someone discern what dietary advice is sound and what might be a passing fad or or maybe the wrong information for them? Well, one thing for sure is there's no one diet that's right for everybody. Mm-hmm. We, we know this. Yeah. But there is a diet that's right for you, the individual. The question is, how do you figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> we have something, we call it mtdiet.com, mtdiet.com. It's a simple thing. You can go and check that out. But your genetics make up a lot of your dietary requirements. And that's why people like the ancestral diets. Well, I'm mm-hmm. my ancestors. Well, which ones is the problem these days? Because people are so, I talked to people and on one side it was German and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> Chinese. And on the other side, it's African and, you know, something else. I mean, yeah. just, so what's my ancestral diet? Mm-hmm. Well, there's actually a better way than, than trying to figure that out. And you'd still have to experiment. You know, even if you knew who your ancestors were, and I'm not talking about your your aunts and uncles and grandfather. I'm talking about 500 generations ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. This is when these genetic requirements were set, and it's kind of what we say bread in the bone. And mm-hmm. if you can find that diet, then you can have more energy on a cellular level. Cells don't need to be taught what their job is. They'll do their job better in every every tissue, every organ, every system. And you'll be healthier when you can eat according to your genetic requirements. Mm -hmm. By the way, the opposite is also true. If you don't eat according to your genetic requirements, you will, as my friend Bill Wolcott says, you will pay the piper. 
Mm-hmm. Bill, Bill, Bill wrote Bill Wolcott, William Wolcott wrote the book, The Metabolic Typing Diet, mm-hmm. which I thank God I found that 20 some years ago, 25 almost, and um, have been not only eating that way, but teaching genetically based diet requirements. And, and the simplest way for people, I think, to answer your question is to get the macronutrient ratios right. Mm-hmm. So your macronutrients are your proteins, fats, and carbs. And so on a pe- on a plate, you know, you just look at it like a pie chart, and you know, you could go figure that most of your proteins and fats come together. Like if you eat mm-hmm. meat, meat has fat, fat and meat. You know, so you've got your protein and fat in one thing, and the other side of the plate, let's say fifty, if you're going to go fifty fifty. Could mm-hmm. be your high quality carbohydrates, like good vegetables. Mm-hmm. Some cooked, some uncooked. All there's all this stuff you can learn. But just if you just get the macronutrient ratios right, and what's absolutely amazing is how when people do this, they start to really feel better. Their cravings go away. They feel totally satiated by that meal. They can wait until the next meal. They don't need to snack and nibble and all this stuff. When you get the macronutrient ratios right, your satiety goes up. Another thing that goes up is your energy to do work, to have fun, mm-hmm. to think, to play, you know, wh- whatever it is. Again, till the next meal, the next fuel stop. Food is nothing more than fuel, much as we love to eat it. And it, it create, you know, you create all these things around it, the social, you know, all the romance and all the things. Now, the other thing that occurs Besides your satiation, you'll lose your cravings. You'll be able to go to the next meal. Uh, with, by this, is all very really high-quality food, hopefully organic, and mm-hmm. you got to stay hydrated and all the things. But So your satiation, your energy, you even get a sense of well-being or mood. So you yeah. get an elevated mood and feel kind of happy. You know, So mm-hmm. that's, your, that's your criteria, folks. If you're not happy, if you're not satiated, and you have no energy, you are eating wrong guaranteed and so if you can just play with those ratios this is all things being equal you don't have some horrible weird condition and i think the vice versa is also true i mean even if you feel okay and you're you know probably you're you're young and and healthy etc but you're eating the wrong diet to you you will as you say as you said pay the piper at some point and start to experience those effects if either mood obviously health etc yeah, for so long. You, you can certainly youth. <laughs> uh, problem with youth is it's youth is, <laughs> is wasted on young people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it's totally wasted on young people. So, look, I was 19, too. I remember being able to chow down anything, drink anything, and and all kinds of things that weren't good for me and, and get by, mm-hmm. but end up d- with damage done and... Sometimes it can be really bad. I happen to have good genetics. I have people in my family live to be 100. And my mom to this day is 93. She's still wow. strong. You know, God bless her. She's amazing. And so you can, you will pay the piper eventually, one way or another. Yeah. One of my favorite products, and indeed the product that started it all, the first product we ever released, is Care, which is an NAD-boosting moisturizer. And if you haven't heard about NAD, this is the 
most important molecule in our body uh, and is also called the fountain of youth. So what care does, it raises NAD levels in the skin. And not only that, it also uses enhanced resveratrol and nine other supporting ingredients, providing the ultimate fuel for your skin's regenerative processes to dramatically improve deeper lines, brightness, texture, and pores, aside from being a longevity supplement for your skin, making sure that your skin is healthy, vibrant, and looks amazing for many, many years to come. So uh, give care a chance. So I'm very interested kind of to wrap it up. Where do you see the future of uh, FDN? Obviously, particularly if you have any future plans as far as skin health is concerned, but I'm really interested, you know, as you said, 50 countries, thousands of practitioners. Um, how do you see FDN in the future? Well, I feel we're just getting started and that there's a lot of movements towards getting away from standard medicine. Standard medicine, the, the problem is it's good at some things and horrible at some other things. Mm-hmm. And so people who, this is what I want to say, all those people who came to me 25 years ago into our clinic and were very unhappy with, quote, unquote, Western medicine, standard medicine, very unhappy with it. They were had their ladders up against the wrong wall. Mm-hmm. And so it's getting your ladder up against the right wall that matters and you can start anytime as long as you're still breathing it's, it's start you know the past is not equal to the future the mm-hmm. past ends a second ago and now there's nothing but the future in front of you and you can make the changes do the do the lab work um, modify behavior in a, in a in a good way yeah hopefully in an environment of support and friendliness i mean we we have an amazing community so that community is going to grow as people, as they're looking for alternatives, kind of stumble upon us. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, one way or another, people feel like they landed on us for a reason. And of course, I go out and speak. I do podcasts. I do two or three podcast recordings a week. I'm in summits. I now have deputized some of my staff to go out and do some of the summits and podcasts and, and events and speaking for me. So... You know, anytime you have a, a movement, it, it takes time. And, you know, the, the other big part of it that I'm very proud of is if something happened to me now, uh, it will continue. FDN yeah. will move on. So the legacy is pretty secure. I couldn't have said that five or six years ago. I, I would really wonder then what happened, you know, would, would everybody have just gone and got different jobs? <laughs> You know, like maybe yeah. a similar similar kind of field, but now now we know FDN will will always be there and go on. Yeah, amazing. So, yeah, so that's pretty pretty key, pretty pretty cool. And I'm not retiring or anything. I'm I'm 70. I still work every day, and I because I love what I do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're still growing, so that's that's it. So the future will be that we're 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 an alternative to standard anything we're kind of anti-establishment if you will and uh, we're yeah. seekers so in any any health practitioner or if you just want to be a health practitioner we got a ground up sort of business in a box program that that anyone can do you do need to know how to use a computer and read and write and you know 
you got to be able to walk the talk. Yeah. So you need some resources, but we help a lot, you know. So. Incredible. Yeah, so so how does someone start the journey? How do, how does someone, you know, get into the community? Yeah, I would say remember what we do is called functional diagnostic nutrition or FDN. So we're known around the world now, I guess, as FDN. And there's yeah. FDN training, fdntraining.com slash biohacking beauty. <laughs> that is our um, link that uh, that we hope people will go and visit. And that way we could know that they found out about us through you, which would be very rewarding. And uh, so, so it's fdntraining.com slash biohacking beauty. Gotcha. Yeah, and we will definitely have that in the show notes. And again, as I said in the beginning, I've followed uh, you, Reed, and, and FDN. I mean, you say that six years ago, you don't know if, if, you know, you couldn't have said that six years ago. I mean, that's how long I've, I've followed you. So that's, um, you well, know. Thank you for being part of the legacy now. Yeah, to, to be honest with you. And you and the rest of our colleagues <laughs> and friends and, and associates and affiliates and everything, we can just carry on. I'll go into the sunset. I got One you. day, but not today. Exactly. Well, listen, Reed, this was an incredible podcast, and I believe anyone who listened got a lot from it. So I, I personally thank you, but also for everyone that's listening, I want to thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm sure I'll see you again soon in person. It's always a pleasure. And uh, we're going to have you back on our podcast and things again for the for the tribe. Sounds great. All right. Take care. Thank you very much. All right. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I have. We're now moving towards the end of this enlightening episode. But before we wrap things up, I'd like to take some time to answer a few questions from our dear listeners. Remember, if you'd like to have your question featured and answered in one of our future episodes, All you need to do is to leave your question in a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you consume this podcast. Now, let's get into the questions we have for today, which we've chosen for them to be centered around Naya Polish since we had a podcast about it uh, recently. So question number one, how frequently should I exfoliate with Naya Polish? Which is a great question. As a general rule, start with once a week, allowing Naya Polish to sit on your skin for a couple of minutes. As your skin gets accustomed to the product, you can gradually increase to even daily use in up to a 10-minute application as tolerated. However, always listen to your skin. If you notice any discomfort or excessive dryness or sensitivity, reduce the frequency. Question number two, can I use Naya Polish on sensitive skin? And the answer is yes. Naya Polish is formulated with gentle fruit enzymes and micro-polishing spheres that provide a thorough but gentle exfoliation. If you have sensitive skin, I recommend starting slow with, again, once a week or once every two weeks even, applying it and removing it almost immediately and gradually increasing as your skin tolerates. And again, sensitive skin is a condition that we can address with Naya Polish rather than avoid Naya Polish because of it. Number three, what should I apply after using Naya Polish? 
So after exfoliating with Naya Polish, it's essential to replenish your skin's moisture. Apply a hydrating serum, uh, for example, the adaptogenic HA Firming Boost, BioBarrier, or even ProCare, full, followed by a moisturizer suitable for your skin type. We obviously recommend Care NAD Boosting Moisturizer or BioMarine. And remember, always use a, um, a sunblock preferably mineral sunblocks, such as our BioShield SPF 40 in the morning, as exfoliation can make your skin more sensitive to, this, to sun damage and also other envir environmental aggressors, which BioShield SPF 40 uh, eliminates their interaction with your skin. But thank you for those insightful questions. I hope my responses provided the clarity that you were seeking. As always, we're here to continue to provide valuable and practical information to support your skin health journey. If you have a burning question in mind and want it, want it answered on, in our next episode, drop it in in a review on Apple Podcasts. We read all your feedback and your questions often stimulate fascinating discussions that benefit our entire listening community. Before we say goodbye, let me express my deepest gratitude for your continuous support for the Biohacking Beauty Podcast. Remember, your rating and reviews on Apple Podcasts not only inspire us, but also help us reach more people who are passionate about skin health, innovation, and beauty biohacking. Even a single word review can make a huge difference. So I'd appreciate it if, if you took some time to do that. So until our next episode, keep glowing and remember your skin is a mirror to your health and it deserves the best care possible. Goodbye for now.